classic, timeless, and collectible cars. Crown Collector Car Auctions presents the Florida Fall Classic, October 14th and 15th at the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa. Broadcast live on the Internet to buyers around the world. Space is limited, so reserve your spot in the greatest collector car auction in Florida this fall. Visit crowncollectorcars.com or call 855-552-7696. That's 855-552-7696 and consign your car today. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years' experience with classic, vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you... I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, a.m. 1340. Hi, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. If you'd like to play golf, Magnolia Valley Golf Club is offering some specials this week. Give them a call up there at 727-847-2342. They have a 9-hole executive course, and they have an 18-hole par 72. And they've got great food on the 19th hole. So call my friend Pete at 727-847-2342. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Carol Shelby's personal Cobra. It doesn't get any rarer than that. Rolling track tested this car back in the 60s. The magazine, of course, accompanies the car. A lot of data and detail on this car. Its twin was built for Bill Cosby, and Cosby sold it to a gentleman who had an unfortunate end in it. Uh, rare for a Cobra automatic transmission, but it's certainly, truly one of one. Under the hood, we're seeing an iron 427 with an Edelbrock cross-ram intake and a couple of big Hollies on there. And, of course, those superchargers that are plumbed into the Hollies. 800 horsepower. A lot of cars claim to be one of one, depending upon a color combination or a, a little detail here and there. But with this car, there is no story. There were two built. The first one is no. The other one is known to be destroyed. This truly is one of one with a great documented history. Wonderful, wonderful piece of Shelby Cobra. Come on, Ron, crack a smile. (laughs) 
A oh, new he, record. He did, Bob. He cracked a big smile okay. when uh, one of the ringmen washed his hands of the bitter he was working with. Uh, he cracked a big smile. Reggie Jackson came over, big handshake. Everybody wants to shake Ron's hand. Oh. And I'll tell you, this crowd is still on its feet, even as the car rolls away. Sure there is they are. quite a buzz here, and for good reason. $5 million, a new record. Somebody buy that man a refreshment. Okay, listeners, you are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Yes, this is Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and we are live in Clearwater. So. Hey, Cedric, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm, I'm kicking it. You're kicking it. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, for all you guys who just tuned in a few seconds ago, uh, I played a little clip from the, I think it was a 2007, 2006-2007 auction at Barrett-Jackson where uh, Carol Shelby's Super Snake Cobra, one of two made. It really was because I was there. Yours truly was there when that car sold for $5 million. The guy that bought it was Ron Pratt, and Ron Pratt's been buying a lot of high-dollar cars back in the day. And uh, the guy that was runner-up to him, I believe, was a local guy here, Donnie Wallace of Lazy Days. Uh, so Donnie was the other guy that was bidding on that car, and I think he got off it at four seven, and then it went to a four eight four nine somewhere around there. And Pratt ended up buying it for uh, five million dollars, which is a record, okay? But it is one of two. It is a Super Snake. It is an automatic. It is a four twenty seven. It is supercharged. Uh, he mentioned that the other one he sold, he built and sold to uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, there was a record out back in the sixties, and it was called two hundred mile per hour. It shows Bill Cosby because I had that when I was a kid. It shows a picture of Bill Cosby sitting on a go-kart or like a something uh, coming around a corner, and, it's, and, it, and the one song in there about the Cobra was called Pipes, P-I-P-E-S, Pipes. So look it up. You can check it out. I'm sure you can find it somewhere on the Internet. It's a cool record. any rate, okay. Well, well, Chris was missing an action there for a while, but if you're wondering where Chris is, my usual co-host here lately, it, he's in Tampa because the Crown Collector Car Auction is two days away so they are inventorying stocking cars and i guess cedric's trying to get chris on the line right now so chris will be on the phone in a few minutes because chris has been thrashing over so this friday okay friday at four to eight between four and eight p.m is the crown collector car auction okay and saturday i think it's 10 to 8 p.m okay and there are some stunning cars if you go to the website crown collector car auctions okay you can see the full inventory that's there chris are you there Yes, I am. Well, how you doing? I'm doing great. Are we on the air? We're on live on the air, and you've been so busy, you completely forgot, did you? I did. I actually did, Robert. I've been at the at the Florida Fairgrounds for the last two days, checking in uh, the really great cars that we're going to have at our auction this weekend. And time just goes by when you see one car after another. All of these amazing cars rolling in on these uh, transporters being unloaded. And brought into the auditorium for our show this Friday. It's just unbelievable. Every car, one after the other, judges, bosses, uh, GTs, uh, Cobras. Where it's it's just amazing the cars and the variety of cars that we're we've gonna, we're going to have at this auction. So, of all the cars, now how many cars did you get in total so far? Are you still getting cars that are being uh, consigned? Or we it- are. We're still taking late consignments, uh, but uh, we're going to have about 250 cars, as, and we'll be bursting at that. We were space-limited to 225, so we're going to be over our limit. Uh, 
Uh, we're going to have cars laying all over the place here trying to get them across the block. Wow, that's uh, super. The place looks amazing. The stage is great. and The stage is set, as they would say, for Tampa Bay to see one of the greatest collector car auctions of uh, their time. So of some of the cars that are there, uh, aside from the ones that you and I talked for talked about on the show before, what is what recently has come in that is really a stunning car that would leave us with like a, a huge awe when we leave? Well, stunning is, you know, different to everyone, but we have 55 Chevys, 56 Chevy, 57 Chevy convertibles. Uh, wow. We have one of uh, only four ever built 1964 Pontiac Parisiennes from Canada with a Corvette tra- uh, uh, engine and transmission. Uh, and, all, and only one known left to exist. In, in Canada, you could order a Corvette engine and transmission in a Bonneville, and they built them that way. They built four of them, and we have the one and only one available. We have a Lincoln Premier convertible that's stunning. Uh, we have Corvettes of every year, uh, 79 Trans Am pace cars, uh, Chevelle 454, uh, 69 Camaro convertible pace car, uh, a 2002 uh, Pontiac Trans Am pace car. Uh, just everywhere I look in this auditorium, there is something for everyone. Something for everyone. I notice on here we got a 2002 Ferrari 360. You got that in there? Oh, yeah. We have a Ferrari 360. We also have an Austin Martin uh, DB9 convertible, which is absolutely perfect car, 5,000 original miles. Uh, it's brand new. What about the what's the story in the Panos? I see you got a, a Panos convertible in there. Is uh, Esperante? Is yes, that how you pronounce do. it? 2002, I think number 36. That's a rare car. That's unusual for a late model. Yep, yep, and it's again just a, a really fine example. What's the story on that well, six? 67 Chevelle, the real pretty black convertible. What's the story on that one? That's oh, a good-looking car. I'm on, the, I'm on the your web. That you and I, that's the one that you and I saw uh-huh. together. Oh, okay. You it did get that car. It's a 67 convertible. It's mm-hmm. a big block. It's a four-speed, and it has every power option that was available, and it also has cruise control. It is, and it's, it's just a perfect restoration of a numbers-matching car. Super. And super. it's very rare. Triple triple black. Triple black? Yeah. Triple black. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's oh that's that car. I remember that car. Yeah, okay. Um Yeah, that's the one we saw together. That's I'm right. staring at a nineteen sixty nine Pontiac GTO judge. Uh-huh. Uh, walking I'm walking past uh nineteen sixty four Bonneville convertible that is just immaculate. I think I told you about that 1966. It's one of my favorites. It's a 66 Pontiac 2 plus 2 with the 421 heavy-duty engine and tri-power. Oh, and really? it's a four-speed car, all original. We have a Lingenfelter Corvette, a 2003 50th anniversary car that has had a $60,000 Lingenfelter package put on it. Uh, and, and again, uh, it is just... An amazingly clean example. And boy, will it uh, get you excited when you step on the gas. 
How about the uh, 69 Camaro? It's a, what is this a Copa replica? The orange one you got in there? Hugger orange colored? We have we have three uh, really great 69 Camaros. We have a ZL1, we have a Copo, and a Baldwin Motion. They're all tribute cars, but they are all done exact to specs with the right uh, date-coded correct blocks, uh, except for the ZL1. That has one of the few ZL1 anniversary engines that GM released inside of it and uh, and but the bodies are totally rotisserie restored back to original with the correct drivetrain the m22 rock crusher transmissions and tow bolt rear ends and the uh, correct spoilers the correct gauges the correct striping you could not tell the cars from an original copo or an original zl1 or an original baldwin motion car Wow. What's the story on and the... of course, uh, you know, if you wanted to buy a ZL1, you'd have to part with at least a half a million dollars, or you could drive one of these for probably around 50000 and you could take it out and have a lot of fun with it. Super. What's the story on the... Uh, I see you got uh, a 56 Austin Healy on here. You know, of course, I'm a foreign car guy, so I kind of... It's got a little trailer. Is that... Uh, what's the story on that car? Well, that is a, a beautifully restored... 66 uh, 56 Austin Healey 104 mm-hmm. M is it? Uh, and it has if it's a Lamar M if it, or an L. I'm not really sure. Okay. You may be able to tell us. I can't see well, I can't tell you. I'd have to see the serial okay, number on well, it. But let's just say uh, it's a 56 Healey 104. It is it is a, a, a 56 104 mm-hmm. and it is immaculate and it has a uh, Healy custom-made trailer pulling behind it. Well, that's cool. It's nice colors, too. Uh, black yeah, black with red. The, black red, yeah. Hey, did you ever get the uh, Vinny's race car, the one that was supposed to come, that he consigned? Did he uh, sh- uh, well, you know, uh, I think that that fellow uh, sold his car privately. Oh, he did? Okay. So, unfortunately, we're not going to have that Vintage race car, Healy. Um, but uh, I'm standing next to a 62 Corvette. Yeah. That is white with red interior, and it is just beautiful. Uh, this is a really beautiful example. And, uh, boy, I am so happy that the Tampa Bay area and really the country has embraced Crown Collector Cars and sent us their best from all over the states. And we are going to have such a great show this Saturday and Friday night. And uh, it's just going to be really, really something for everybody in Tampa Bay to come and see. What's the uh, story on the 55? I see you got a 55 Packard Caribbean convertible. Tell us the story on that car. That looks gorgeous. Yeah, that's a, an original 36,000-mile car. It spent most of its life in Arizona and then came here to Florida. It is not a restored car. It's an original car. And, uh, again, it's a very, one of the very rare lipstick editions. I think they only made uh, 17 of those. Wow. That's good. And it has good. factory air. You got a fi- really rare. 53 Buick Skylark convertible. I like that. That's a beautiful car. Oh, my God. That car is gorgeous. That car has had a meticulous frame-off restoration of a very original, beautiful car. 
And we all know that those cars break the bank. Uh, they're very coveted. They're hard to find. This is a very uh, rare opportunity for a collector to uh, acquire a really, truly great uh, classic 50s Buick convertible. Nice. I see you got a 36 Dodge Brothers convertible. Did we talk about that once before? Yes. That's uh, a... I think I mentioned that at one of the other shows. Okay. We have a, it's one of eight ever produced. They think that it's only one of four known to still exist. And uh, it, it's, you know, one with a rumble seat, which is very, very popular. I'm standing next to a very original old Ford pickup that you would classify as a barn find. Now, here we have something that is solid as a rock. It is, you know, awfully not expensive. It is a 78 Ford F100 pickup. It has, I think, 80,000 original miles. It has its original paint, which has rust spotting through it all over the body. Uh, But the body is as solid as a rock. And sitting in the bed of this truck is a 1922 Indian Scout barn find. Oh, really? And th- yeah, this motorcycle is amazing. It is all here. There are no parts missing. Uh, of course, it needs a total restoration, or it could be, to me, it could be hung on the wall as a piece of, of art. Uh, it's it's an amazing find, and it's inside the, the truck that it was sitting in. So <laughs> it's it's just really cool. What's the it's story? Make a really cool piece for someone. I, I joked with everyone. I said somebody needs to call Jay Leno about this bike. <laughs> there you go, or Corky Coker because he flies uh, vintage. Corky Coker, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it has Coker tires on it, which are not original, but that's about the only thing on it that is not original. What other? Do you have other bikes? Other motorcycles going through? Uh, no, this is the only motorcycle we have going through. Okay. What's the story on the 1930 MG? I see. Uh, that's I haven't a- seen that car yet to tell you much about. Okay. But, uh, I, I can't really talk about that car because it's not coming here until tomorrow. Okay. But, uh, I know the wait, uh, we'll- 427 Cougar GTE will be there tomorrow because I am personally bringing that car over for a friend of mine. Oh, cool. For the car. And, and also... Uh, we have a 67 Marina Blue Corvette that that, that is so perfectly restored. It, it is an amazing car. It's a, it's a roadster. It's Marina Blue with white interior, and it has a hard top with it. And uh, really, really, really a great, great car. It's, it has a 350. 350 in it with a four-speed is probably the best handling because of the lightweight small block in it mm-hmm. that screams, you know, it's a solid lifter engine. And, uh, well, I'm just just walking around looking at it right now. I'd like to take this one home myself. <laughs> you might have to do that. You might have to bid on that one. Proxy bid, right? Well, I... I, uh, I don't think that I am going to be prepared to pay the money that this one's going to bring. <laughs> you never know, though. 
You never know. Hey, listen, tell us uh, a little bit how what the procedure is going to be. Okay, so the if somebody wanted to come over there, uh, the, now the, the Southeast Street Rod Nationals is going on too, right? Does that start tomorrow? Or does that start Friday? The both of our shows start Friday. Friday. Okay, uh, so our show the gates open on our show at eight a.m. The auction will start at four p.m. And go to about 9 p.m. Okay. And then Saturday, the gates will open again at 8 p.m. And the auction will start around 10 o'clock in the morning and go to about 7 o'clock or whenever we're done with the last car. Okay. Now, and uh, it's, you know, it's. How much does it cost? Be a great show. How much does it cost to get in? And do they have to buy? Does the one ticket get you both to the street rod and the auction, or is it separate? Uh, how's, how's that going to play out? Oh no, yeah, unfortunately, the street rod nationals is a separate show, and you would have to buy a separate ticket to go there. Okay. However, our show is only ten dollars to get in, and you'll see two hundred and fifty of of the a really diverse selection of muscle cars. Exotics, classics, and antiques. Okay. Don't forget, we're going to have that 1919 depot hack, that Model T that was found sitting in an auto parts store in North Florida somewhere, I believe, or Georgia, that was there for 65 years. And it is all original, and they got it running. And the tires hold air. It is an amazing thing and an amazing testament to Ford, to Henry Ford, that he built an engine in 1919, and it just took some new plugs and wires, and it started right up. (laughs) It's unbelievable. And it's going to cross the block under its own power. That's going to be great. That's a great piece of history. Uh, that's, really. that, that's going to be a sight to be seen, boy. It's, it's just, it's just great. It's a great story, you know. The car was just sitting with boxes of auto parts stacked inside of it, on top of it, and around it. It, it, it was like forgotten about. And uh, here we revived it and are going to bring it to the audience here in Tampa. Well, that's great. That's super. That's the, and, that, and, yeah, and, and it is a real story. piece of history, which is good because and it, it'll say a lot about and it'll give people that are looking at cars a good perspective on what it's like to find basically a you don't want to say maybe a barn find but just a real true survivor car and how much attention that's this tr- is a survivor. It's yeah, and there's a lot to be said for that. You know, that's that's the really the up and coming yeah. thing right now: survivor original unmolested cars. So people pay attention to this because this is a good example of what what, what one of those cars are like. Um, Chris, yeah, what's the know. what's the procedure now? So when we get there tomorrow or Friday at four o'clock, um, does the auction start away? Do you have any kind of entertainment? Do you have uh, some charity auctions going we're, on? We're we're actually going to have memorabilia, some interesting things that. Uh, we're going to auction off before the cars. That will start at 4. But uh, the, like I said, the gates open at 8. You need to come down here and get registered to bid. It's very easy. All you need is a driver's license and a credit card, and uh, you can pick up a bitter, a bitter badge and raise your hand on these cars and bid to win. Super. And uh, I think we're going to have some good buys here as well. So, uh, you know, with the, the state the country's in, you may be able to get your favorite car at a bargain price. Well, that's that's uh, that's that's uh, upbeat right there. You know, that's encouraging. Super. 
I mean, the no, sellers no. obviously want to get as much as they can possibly get, and of course, the buyers want to get the best deal as as much as they can. Now, right. who's who's the local celebrity you're going to have on hand? You're going to have somebody local here, a local uh, personality. Uh, actually, we have Mason Dixon, who's a local car guy and, okay. uh, and a fellow uh, radio jock like yourself. He's going. He's uh, going to be here, and we're going to auction off three cars with a portion of the proceeds to go to his Christmas Wish Foundation. Okay. Those cars are going to be auctioned off at 3 o'clock, at 4 o'clock, and then at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Okay. What kind of cars are they going to be? Do you know already? Or Okay. Um, yes, we do. Mason chose uh, three cars out of the uh, group. He's a, he is a, a, a Mopar guy. Mm-hmm. We chose two Mopars, and uh, I'm flattered that he chose... A car that I own and I have put into the auction for his uh, event, you know, to be auctioned off for his charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that car is a 1981 Firebird Formula that I own that only has 21,000 original miles. And it has its original paint except for the Endura bumper nose. Uh, that's been repainted because uh, the paint didn't do too well on it. But the rest of the body is perfectly straight original metal and original paint it has the original everything exhaust jack spare mats seats door panels i mean it is a time capsule and it looks brand new if i do say so myself because it is my car but uh, it won't be after saturday because that car is going to sell at no reserve the oh. highest bidder will own this car. So I have no idea what it's going to bring, but uh, the portion of the proceeds are going to go to Mason's uh, Christmas Wish Foundation. So everybody out there needs to come down. If you like Pontiacs, it's like a Trans Am, only it's a formula. It's, it's much more rare than a Trans Am. This one is equipped with a V8, the four-speed transmission, the WS6 suspension package, the F41 uh, uh, suspension parts as well. It was outfitted with air conditioning, and it still retains its original air compressor. The only hose that was changed was an upper hose, and I still have the original upper hose that's in the trunk. <laughs> wow. That's, <laughs> yeah, that... So somebody's going to get themselves a great car. This, this car was one of only 500 formulas ordered this way. Uh-huh. And they made 79,000 Firebirds in 1981. Now, this is the one that this was also... This one of 500. Okay. And this one was also a magazine car, too, at one point, wasn't it? That's correct. It was uh, featured in Pontiac Excellence magazine. And we have a copy of that magazine that will go along with the car. Okay. Super. All right, Chris, we're going to hit the a other, two... The other two... The other two cars, if I may talk about sure. them real briefly... Uh, we have a 1969 Dodge uh, Dart Swinger with its original drivetrain painted in uh, metallic bronze. It is uh, a total restoration. And we also have a 1970 uh, Plymouth Barracuda that is a resto mod that is in its original color of sassy grass green with a black convertible top. It, uh, it sports a new Chrysler crate engine in it. It has uh, disc brakes and uh, a custom interior that's black and red leather. I mean, black and sassy grass green leather, the same color as the exterior. Those are the other two cars that Mason is going to be 
auctioning off for the Christmas Wish Foundation, which Crown is going to donate a portion of the proceeds to. That uh, and his Christmas Wish uh, car show is what? It's next week, isn't it? The twenty third or something? Oh uh, yes, it is. And that's yes, it is. Is it supposed to be held at Tech Data? I really don't know where the show is going to be. I've had my head so deep into uh, getting our our show ready. I I don't really know. All I know is that it is upcoming, and it's it's Mason's pet project. Okay. Hey, what's the story on this 65 Volkswagen uh, bus truck? uh... Oh, God, I'm very close to that. Let me just walk over and look at it so I can tell you about this. This is a Volkswagen drop-side pickup truck. And it is a split window. It is a 1965. It is all original sheet metal, all original drivetrain, and it's had a total restoration. And the bed inside, I'm trying to take a peek through the canvas because it's got the canvas on it. The bed is immaculate. The wood it has the, the sides drop down mm-hmm. all around it. And it has like a covered wagon canvas top over it. This this VW, you know, has a big VW on the front, and it is a split window truck. And it is in its original color, and uh, like I said, this this is a stunning restoration of an original piece that's very very rare. You you very rarely see these come available at auction, and in this condition, I've never seen one in this condition. Wow. All right, so why don't you go ahead they and... They don't pl- survive. You know, they're like a forgotten thing. And when you find them, you've got to get them because uh, they'll never come up again. And, oh. you know, we also have the Bob Hope Special, a car that is a total custom-made car uh, for Bob Hope back in in the uh, 40s, or 50s, rather. And uh, people need to come and see this. I don't know how to describe this car. Um this is, a, you know, it was done after World War II. Uh, it was done by Lloyd Templeton and his sons. Uh, I don't really know uh, the the total way to describe it. It's on a 48 Mercury chassis. It's powered by a flathead with Speedway heads, a custom intake with twin carbs. The driver's compartment is fashioned after a cockpit of a plane. The car incorporates a number of parts from various manufacturers. The car's uh, bumpers from a 46 Pontiac. The hood has been lengthened from a 36 Chrysler. The rear fins are from a 49 Chevrolet. The rear deck was originally the hood of a 36 Ford. It's just unbelievable to look at. It looks like a jet. (laughs) I mean, I I, I couldn't. if, If you asked me to say, well, what does the car resemble? It resembles something other than a car I've ever seen. I mean, and it is a real sculpted piece of art and painted in a wonderful uh, blue metallic with a blue and white interior. It's an amazing-looking car. And this car should bring uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a quarter of a million dollars. Holy moly. Now, yeah. you know, I mean, that I'm trying to find it here. I got it on the website here. Um, that truly is... You know, a 40s, 50s custom car for the period. That's what they did. And, of course, it was custom made for Bob Hart. Right. Wow. That's it. That's a real, 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 uh, real interesting car. I mean, and you know what? The thing is, is it does. it's not gaudy looking. It's kind of a really an attractive looking car. No, that, I'm telling you right now, if somebody made this car like Bentley or Rolls or, or a company like that, 
uh, Ferrari, uh, you would buy it today. It's, it's so cool. It is just so cool. <laughs> it does not look like anything that I have ever seen. <laughs> what's, it's just outrageous. What's the story on the uh, 1949 Ford Woody? Is that a, is that a real one? Oh, uh, that the 49 Ford is a real Woody, but it has been uh, resto modded or resto modded. It has a four inch chop. The interior is totally custom. It sports a 350 crate engine, uh, uh, 700 R4 transmission, and uh, 9-inch rear end. And it, the wood is original and redone, and it is beautiful. I mean, it is just a beautiful piece. It's really done very tastefully. You know, you, mm-hmm. you know, of course you can tell that it's been chopped, but the rest of the car is, you know, it's had a frame-off restoration, um, and it's completely been gone through. And again, I'm standing next to that car right now, and and it is just glowing. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you get a chance to go to Dallas to the Amicum auction over the weekend? Yes, I was there. I, of course, I go to many, many auctions. I'm as crazy a car guy as you'll find. I I travel around the country and see you go to all the auctions. How was it? And name. Uh, it was it was a real barn burner, boy. The 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 Dallas crowd uh, came out in droves and uh, snapped up just about eighty percent of the cars that uh, were paraded across the auction block. So I hope a... Tampa Bay doesn't let us down and make us look anything less than Dallas because uh, we have uh, as as good or better a selection of collectible cars at our auction. Wow, that's great. How many cars did they have at the auction out there in Dallas? Uh, they were in the convention center, and they ran 750 cars over three days. Wow, 750 cars. Now, what, what, what were the prices like? Uh, prices were strong. The reserves were being dropped. Uh, like, um, I can't really think of a particular car off the top of my head, but I noticed that reserves were coming off of cars Say we had a nice 1969 Camaro that was done very nicely. Uh, the reserve would be dropped at about thirty-five thousand. We're talking about a small block Camaro now, not a Z28, just a 69 350 300 or or three, you know, uh, uh, automatic with the uh, horseshoe shifter and uh, bucket seats and a hard top. The reserve would drop at around thirty-five thousand. The car was bid up to forty. I believe. Okay. So prices were very strong. Well, that's good. So at least you're optimistic about it and knowing. And really, it's fair to say right now, just for the listeners to know, that the market, for some strange reason, is still, it basically leveled out and is still fairly strong among collector cars in the collector car world. Is oh, that a yeah. fair statement? Absolutely. You know, you cannot find a better place to put your money today than in a collector car. What are you going to do? You're going to take your money and put it in a, in a five-year CD that may get you 1% interest per year, and you can't drive around and have fun in a CD. <laughs> no, that's true. You can't. You can't. You can't have any fun with your friends in it. You can't be a show-off. You can't go to the car shows. You can't enjoy a collection of cars uh, if money is just sitting in a bank. Because today, money in a bank means absolutely nothing. That's true. The only way to make money is invest in something that you love. And if you love cars, you ought to come and get one of these, boy. 
That's super. All right, Chris. I mean, of course, you have to realize that we are an auction house, and we have nothing to gain by overselling a car. We advertise our cars the way the owners describe. Uh, we encourage them to uh, hire someone like yourself, uh, an automobile appraiser and an inspector, to come and look at the cars. That's why we open the gates at 8 a.m., even though the auction doesn't start until 4 Mm-hmm. to give all the bidders that we have a chance to come down and inspect the cars and satisfy themselves that the car indeed is what they are looking for. Okay. Well, so good. somebody that's interested in coming to the auction and bidding on one of the cars, if they check it out at the website, they ought to get in touch with you. And You need to give yourself a little commercial here and, uh, and tell and everybody how they can reach you. That's right. So, hey, anybody out there, if you want somebody to pre-inspect these vehicles for you and give you an honest an honest opinion on these cars, feel free to give me a call. And my name is Robert, of course. I'm your show host. But anyway, it's uh, 727-541-1741. That's 727-541-1741. I will be over there in the morning because I'm bringing the uh, 427, or yeah, the 427-68 Cougar GTE, one of 330 cars made. Uh, and then also I will, Chris, I've been scrambling for the last three or four days to get my TR6 ready to get it over there to the auction. So it will probably be there Friday morning, okay? So it will be there in time for the show. But uh, I'm thrashed. Right. In fact, when I leave the show tonight, I'm going over to work on it. In fact, in a little bit, I'm going to have the guy on as a guest this evening because he does restorations work. So I'm going to give him a little plug. I'm going to have Mark come on, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the car. You're welcome to stay on the lawn, or if you want, I'll just give you a call a little bit later. But he's coming on in a few minutes. So, um, um. Yeah, Robert, you know, again, I uh, I urge everybody out there that's listening to give you a call if they're interested in coming down and purchasing one of these cars. Uh, it's the best thing they can do for peace of mind to make sure that they buy what they want and they know what they're buying. And, uh, again, everybody out there, get on the web, www.crowncollectorcars.com. And check out all the cars, and uh, the show is only ten dollars to get in. And like I said, you're going to see two hundred and fifty of the really best we have to offer in the collector car industry. That's super. All right, Chris, I'm going to let you go. And uh, yeah, that's good because my head is pounding. I've been here uh, in in the building for the last three days setting up the auction, and uh, it's looking really great. And the cars are uh, just pouring in every day, and I put in some long days, so. Uh, I appreciate you having me on the show, as always, and I look forward to seeing you here at the, at the auction. Okay, I'll see you in the morning. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, Thanks, everybody, bro. don't forget, Crown Collector Car Auctions. Hey, we got a song we want to roll real quick. Hey, Chris, are you still there? Or did you hey, leave hey. Still there. Chris? He's oh, gone. Oh, he dropped. You know what? I had a song I was going to play for him, the Nick Lowe song. Yeah. Darn. Oh. See if we can get him on the air real quick. See if we can get him back on. He can right. listen to that you one. Want, you want me to call him back really quick before we play it? You want to do commercials first? Yeah, I'll do a commercial and see if we can get him on for that. Tell me I got a song I just saved up for him. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay. Hey, listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727 501 
$1.99. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, and nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends, Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065. Hey Chris, you still there? Yes, I am. Robert. Okay. Hey, I did. I did uh, dig in my archives. I do have one song for you that I think is probably somewhat fitting. So just hang on for a second. Chris, uh, Cedric's going to roll the song, listen to it for a few minutes, and then uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. This is okay. a song. This is a song for you for this week. <laughs> All right, thanks. Okay. We got a guest on the line. Let's see. Mark, are you there? I am there. Hey, how you doing, Thank buddy? You. How's Thank that? you, Robert, for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm glad to uh, let me introduce my guest here. This is Mark, and Mark has a restoration shop in Largo and it's called Artistic Auto Restoration, correct, Mark? Yes. Yep. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it real quick? And what um, you do and what your specialty is. I've had a business um, fifteen years ago. My brother and I were in business together and um, for seven years, and then I worked for someone else for 15, and I'm just uh, trying to provide quality work at a low price, and 
you know, I have the, low, the overhead low because of our economy, and I can offer, you know, amazing quality for, you know, prices that people can't believe. So um, just uh, appreciate you having me on, and I'm working hard on your TR6 here. So actually, the clip you had on about the auction brings, it just sends chills up my back. I love auctions. I would recommend people, anybody to go, you know, if you've never been to an auction, it's something to see. It's uh, just a thrill. You just There's so much money and, you know, prestige and these cars, that, you know, bring back memories. Every car you think of, um, your TR6, my wife and I met in a TR6. That's what I had at the time. And, you know, just every car is just a memory, you know, and if you, maybe a new memory for younger people. So, Well, that's good. We want to keep the hobby going. So now one of the things that you do, and I know we talked about this a little bit, too, is uh, like you're doing some of the cars you were doing like the other day when I was over there. You were doing a beautiful, beautiful seventy one seventy two Z twenty eight for an original owner, right? That was a one yeah. owner car. Yep. And it's yeah, a, one owner. He bought it in, at Ross Chevrolet. Right he, here. He came in. He was looking at a regular Chevrolet, and then they pointed him. They said, "You got to try this one." And he drove it, and he was sold. He bought the Z twenty eight that day. So, and that was seventy four year old gentleman. That's super. Now he, when he brought that car to you, it was a fairly decent car, but he didn't want to spend a ton of money. He just so, in other words, if if somebody wanted to do, in the case of the Z twenty eight guy, the owner of that car, he just did a really nice job, an affordable, realistically, you know, cosmetically reconditioned car because the car didn't need to be restored or anything like that. And then, right. but if, but if somebody wants to pay the big money and thoroughly go through a car, you're capable of doing that as well, correct? Yes, absolutely. That's kind of. You know, that's one of the things about price is you want to offer, I mean, you want to offer the lowest price you can, but it limits you as far as quality. So I my, I love to do the highest quality available, but, you know, it's just a matter of what people can't afford. I also enjoy, you know, people, just regular people. This guy, he's had this car, the fenders were dented where he leaned on it, changed the intake, and it's an old street racer, but he's kind of retiring the car, and he wants to show it. And, you know, to me, it's it's cool that he can have something that's, you know, you can be proud of. He may be a little scared to drive it because it looks so good, but that, I don't like that part. I want him to, like, just enjoy it and not be afraid of it because it's, and you know, a, and have a good time. repairable. So. Super. Now, tell us about the – got a 67 Chevelle over there you're doing. That's a little bit more of a resto mod. That's a little bit more uh, more of a involved project, right? Yes. He's got a big block, and he's going to put disc brakes. You almost, you know, need disc brakes on these big block cars because the road gets small quick. So, mm-hmm. um but now he's, uh, you know, one of the one of the things about the the Chevelle, the '67 Big Block, it's black and straight in, as an arrow, but it's neat because it's a father son. Um, the son built a Z28, like a hugger orange Z28, and the dad's building the Chevelle, and you know they kind of spur each other on, and it's just really neat. They show up together, and you know they go to lunch and they check out their car, and you know it's just really neat to see father son connections. And the, the son is older; he's like in his 30s, but it's like a relationship you know, building as they're older. So mm-hmm. Now, the other thing, too, is that the guy with the Chevelle, now he's got a bigger budget, so he's going to spend a little bit more money on that car, correct? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the other guy, he's got children. And, you know, that's one of the things that I, I think as the hobby uh, develops. We're in 2011, and the economy is a little, you know, a little bit weak. Um, it's nice. People, they still want their cars, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I would like to be able to deliver, you know, the show quality, show-stopping kind of work at a reasonable price where they, you know, they don't have to mortgage their house because I've actually done that for people. They get a home equity loan and build a street rod. You know, I don't think you have to do that. So Now, some of the other things, uh, speaking of family now, you actually have some of your your children actually helping you there. Tell us, I mean, you know, like your daughter was there the other day. She does some artwork. Right. She's very good at it. Your yeah, son was helping you that's, out. 
that's one of the reasons I, I quit. I had a stable job. I've been there 15 years. They were extremely shocked when I left. And um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have my own business again, because I see the gifts of my, and abilities of my kids, and I want to develop that. My daughter's an artist. My son is more mechanical. Uh, my daughter's 16. He's 11. They just watch them develop and grow. And here, uh, my children are homeschooled, so they bring their schoolwork, and they, they do the schoolwork, and they can you know, learn a trade alongside even if they don't pick it up, at least my 16-year-old daughter knows where the dipstick is, you know. So, <laughs> a lot of boys, she's looking, you know, they don't, they don't even know where the dipstick is uh, or what it is. Well, your so. son, Chris, who's 11, he, he just amazed me. He's so articulate, he gets into it. Now, the other thing that you're working on, the other family project, is you got that little hot rod over there that you're doing, that little truck that you're doing. So, yes. you'll do anything. Yeah, it's a uh, 46 Chevy. It's chopped, um, I think, five inches, channeled. Um, it's dragging the ground, literally. We're going to set it up with air ride in the front, so, you know, raise it up to drive it. Um, it's uh, kind of the latest craze, uh, the rat rods, and we're hoping to have that at Daytona uh, at Thanksgiving. So it's a family project, and it's nice because um, it's not a perfect car, and the kids are involved, and, you know, they don't get yelled at it. They don't have to worry about getting scratching it or, you know, it's like you can just put it together, and every time you work on it, something happens, and it's, it, it you know, the more you do this, the more you realize it's it's about fun, you know, and family, and you know you don't just want some prize that you you know trailer. And I've done that. I've done a lot of you know high scoring cars, and I, I enjoy that. But it, people, I think, want to drive them more. You know, they're putting radials and you know better brakes, and so absolutely. So hey, Chris, fun. we're just about. Out, I mean, excuse me, Chris, <laughs> Mark, Mark, we're just about out of time. But uh, go ahead and plug your company one more time. Tell people how to get a hold of you, and. Okay. Uh, See what let's let's see what happens here. Go ahead, tell okay. us. I am at Rogers in Rogers Business Park, which is across the best uh, way to describe is the Great Bay Distributor. Mm-hmm. There's two entrances. There's a large billboard that says Rogers Business Park on the second entrance, and you just uh, I have a giant Phillips 66 sign. My shop is kind of done uh, retro, you know, inside. I my home away from home, so uh, just come by and see some of the stuff we're doing. I do paint body, engine detailing. I love doing engine detailing, so. Okay. Give us a name and a number real quick, because we're just about out okay. of time. Um, it's it's in Largo, so it's area code 767-265-7053. And, okay. I, again, I appreciate you having me on. Okay. Well, great. Hey, and I'm gonna, and, as soon as I get done here, I'm going to be heading over there in a little bit anyway, so we can get that TR6 ready for the auction this yeah. week. So Mark, I wish him well with the auction. So. Okay. So that's Mark from, uh, what is it, name again real quick, Art, Mark? Artistic Auto Restorations of Florida. Okay. And the yep. phone number, one more time, real quick. Uh, 727-265-7053. All right. I want everybody to go visit my friend Mark. When you need your paint job, you need some minor body work on, give Mark a call at real, at uh, Artistic Auto Restoration. Mark, I'll see you in a little bit. We're just about out of time. That's about All it, right? right? Take care, Robert. All right. We'll see, see you in a little bit. Hey, everybody, Bye. stay safe, stay sober, love your family, and we'll see you guys next week. And hopefully we'll see you all guys, all you guys at the auction this weekend, okay? Cedric, thanks. You did a good job. It's that time of year again. The volunteers of Fairway Has a Heart are in the process of organizing the third annual breast cancer benefit. We need golfers to come down and participate in the third annual Fairway Has a Heart Breast Tournament. It's being held this year, November 19th, at the Dunedin Country Club. It's $80 a person, $320 a foursome. It's November 19th here at the Dunedin Country Club. Give Dino a call at 641-9547 or Karen at 772-7060.